you are listening to Mobcast Radio, brought to you by the Mob Nation, a national alliance of mom-owned businesses. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mobcast Radio. We are so excited to have you back here with us to um, join in on our conversations. My name is Aria Lighty. I am the founder and CEO of the Mob Nation, and I am joined today by my amazing co-hosts, and I will let them introduce themselves. Hey, everyone. I'm Gwen Montoya. I am the COO of the Mob Nation. And I am Maury Holt, and I am the Vice President of Membership for the Mob Nation. Okay, so did you guys know that it's December? (laughs) (laughs) Have not noticed. Uh, I literally have no idea how that happened because I'm still catching up from like New Year's. Like I actually still have my (laughs) New Year's stuff on my um, shelf, like the little like party favors and stuff like that. Um, And I am usually not one to get overwhelmed by the holidays, but this year I'm finding myself like freaking out about like the small stuff. Um, and probably because everything this year has been overwhelming. Um, but I am interested in having this conversation about holiday overwhelm with you guys, because how do you guys manage this overwhelm? Because I am in like the thick <laughs> of all of it. So I cheat and that's why I manage <laughs> it. Um, because I'm actually not a big holiday person. So I actually don't have a lot of holiday stress, but I have spent a lot of time over the years focusing on what makes the best holiday experience for me and my kids. We're a small family. And since it's just the three of us, that makes it pretty easy to, uh, to manage expectations. I feel like I'm experiencing more stress this year than other years, but I'm also a bit more tuned into myself. So that may be part of it, just realizing (laughs) what I'm dealing with. And, you know, this year I'm also giving myself permission to say no and do less. Um, I actually didn't for the first year, I think, is it the first year since I've been married? I just went to one Thanksgiving dinner. I didn't go to the second one. Um, So the first one was at my mother's house. And while that means she's hosting, it also kind of means I'm hosting, you know? And um, through people coming through to get, to go food, you know, somewhere between 30 and 40 people. And it was a lot to manage. (laughs) It was a lot. There was a lot of cleaning up and helping people. A lot of my uh, aunts and uncles are older. And, you know, so a lot of assistance, which, you know, we love, we love that they're still able to come by and um, hug and get some food. Um, But that meant the secondary dinner, I just didn't have it in me to do. I didn't have it in me to do. And I allowed myself to say no to that. <laughs> I love that. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because that's such a big deal for, for you and your, your family. I think a lot of that goes back to the idea of the shoulds, right? Like there are so many shoulds involved in the holidays around gifts meals or like the pressure to keep traditions going like oh we've always done it this way you know this is how it's always worked for our family um and I think the past few years really opened our eyes to a lot and one of them is like where we are um putting our energy yeah I totally agree with you it's it's so easy to fall into the habit of 
tradition, even if nobody is really invested in it anymore, but it's always been done this way. So we have to do it this way. And I, I mean, all of the, the pandemic has given us a chance to pause and really think about like what really matters, what's really important. And, you know, instead of letting something become a thing that has to happen, we can just let it go and find another option that works for us. Yes, yes, yes. We've definitely pulled away from some recent traditions and made new ones. I, I love the idea of just doing what is best for my family now, not just doing what the family has always done or always does. And that's such a powerful and long lasting change because once again, we're modeling how things can look and how things can be for our kids. So they aren't stuck with these traditions that nobody understands the origins of, nobody really wants to do, but it's this <laughs> holiday gunk that just kind of hangs around because it's tradition. I didn't really have a lot of like traditions growing up in my family. There wasn't really like anything consistent, but something that really sticks out about holidays when I was younger is, um, I mean, I grew up really poor and it was this like pressure and stress around like getting gifts and creating gifts. And, um, it always kind of like struck me <laughs> as odd, especially like as I was getting older, I was like, why are we putting out like, this should be fun. This should be joyful. Um, but that is like the only consistent thing that I can remember as a kid is that my mom worked more. She often worked on Christmas because it was double time and we would do Christmas the next day. Um, and that is the kind of stuff that like I think about all the time and that I didn't want to bring into my traditions with Kehlani is like, I don't want her to constantly see me like freaking out over these like material things. I mean, I definitely still did because, you know, I had the idea of Santa <laughs> in her head. And so we don't want her to be the only one who Santa didn't show up for. Um, and now one of the things that my family does each year is just we have a Nohana gift exchange and we just choose one name out of the hat and we buy one small gift for that assigned person. We have a budget. It's something that is like fun and from the heart. And um, it's because we don't want to put any more stress on anybody to buy a bunch of things and wrap a bunch of things or spend over their budget. Um, and it allows us to just like get together low key, no crazy, like decorations, um, and just enjoy each other's company instead of stressing out over everything. I like that. We've always been, I mean, it's, we're a small family, so that's kind of what we've always done. Um, but I always check in with my kids each year and figure out like, what do they want this season to look like? Like what what do they need? Um, not just gift wise, but like we do a lot of light displays and we check out a lot of like activities. Um, and some years they don't want to do that. Some years they're like, nope. And so we do, we do less. Um, and being able to build the holiday that we want around that has been really successful for us. Um, and, you know, we have some stay, some things that always stay the same and then we'll, we'll switch it up too. Um, and the holidays that we have now aren't necessarily the ones we had when they were little. Um, and they're definitely not the traditions I grew up with. We definitely had a lot of traditional things that we did every year. Like my family was one of the ones that would actually go and cut down our tree and like strap it to the hood and drive it back to the house. And like, as a kid, that was awesome. As a parent, all I can think of is like, that's so much work. I definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> so like, I loved that tradition as a kid and I'm glad I have those memories. And sometimes I have some nostalgia around like my kids not having that 
that memory, but I also don't feel like dragging a tree through the woods. So that's, that's how we do it. I love that because keep what you love and then create what you desire. We, my dad always came back with the tree and you know, that he had picked up from some lawn and my mom would complain a little bit about it. Like that was just how it was done. <laughs> um, and honestly, last year I, they were a bit offended when I bought the fake tree. <laughs> But they were like, how could you? You we never gave you a fake tree. I don't need that. Like, I don't need to to vacuum up the pine Mm -hmm. needles every Mm -hmm. day. Like, I don't need to try to figure out how to have water at the base of this tree and not destroy my carpet. Like, these are not things that are required for me to have a good holiday. So that is a tradition that changed. And now as we speak. My husband is downstairs uh, getting the Christmas tree out of the garage (laughs) so that it can be set up today with no treks into the forest and um, no disappointment of its shape and fullness. Why? Because it's the exact same tree as last year and I I know that I like it. So I'm saying keep what you love, create what you desire, and it's okay to disappoint some people in the process. You know what I mean? It's okay for other people to be like, what? You're not doing that anymore? Nope. Sure not. (laughs) Um, And it's okay to hand some things over and let your family know you don't want to be responsible for that particular task or event. Um, Last year, I had to say no to hosting Christmas. We had just moved in. Um, we had been in our house maybe three weeks and I was like, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> and it's okay to just say, no, that doesn't work for me right now. And it's okay to rest during this season. There's nothing that says November and December mean no sleep for you. Just constant producing and constant um, scene setting, you know, because <laughs> it's not even just events like setting the environment. It's okay. This season can't demand that we are stressed and overwhelmed. Like we still have choices. And so exercise those choices. Yes. Delegating is so powerful. And I'd love that your husband is downstairs building the tree um, <laughs> in a week or so, or whenever we get to it, Zoe, my 15 year old will build our tree because that's something she really loves to do. She loves being the one that puts the Christmas tree together and I'm going to let her do that. And I can delegate that task. I can say, that's not a thing I'm excited about, but you're excited about it. So you can work on it, which is pretty cool. And I think we talk as mobs, we talk about outsourcing for business, but there's a lot of holiday outsourcing things that can happen too, right? You can buy your sides for your dinner. You can pay somebody to hang up the lights outside your house. There are businesses that do that. And I think that's so brilliant because not everybody needs to be on their roof this time of year. Like it's okay <laughs> to have somebody else who has the equipment and the training do it rather than feeling like it's, like you said, setting the scene, right? It's like one more thing to do, one more thing to do, one more set of things that we have to do. And there's so much pressure internally and externally and culturally around what this time of year is supposed to look like in these amazing memories that are supposed to be perfect. Instead of, like you said, like we can create what we want and we can let go of the rest, which I think is really powerful. Yes, we have to remember that I am the author of my book. You are the author of your book. So write it in a way that fills you with joy and not dread, right? Even during this time of year, it doesn't have to become, you know, completely outward facing where we don't take any care of ourselves 
in order to, you know, set, set the scene, create this experience for everyone else. We're just always dropping those little one-liner quotables. So that's going to make the audiogram. Remember that you are the author of your <laughs> book. Write it in a way that fills you with joy. Um, so one of the things that I'm realizing now that we're like talking about it and actually like getting into the topic is I'm not actually overwhelmed with the holidays <laughs> at all. I'm actually overwhelmed with it being like the end of the year. Like as we're like exploring this, I'm like, none of this stuff brings me stress at all. But when I'm really looking at what is getting me stressed out, it is those shoulds again, like my shoulds are like, I should be farther than I am in business. I should be closer to the goals that I set at the beginning of the year. I should have more accomplished and completed. Like that is actually what's popping up for me (laughs) right now as we're like exploring this overwhelm and, and stress. Well, and that's such a great example of mob life, right? Because not only as mobs, not only do we have the regular holiday things that everybody deals with, we also have our business pieces to talk about too. And there's a lot of shoulds and expectations in our businesses that come at the end of the year. Even if you don't want them really attached to us, they kind of get stuck because that's what everybody's talking about, that year-end wrap-up or those year-end sales or trying to get everything done on time. And as far as the shoulds, those are so hard right now. The world still isn't normal. Like where we thought we would be in January or even in May isn't where we are. So much is still shifting and changing and rearranging. And it's really hard to keep up in a good year where things are normal. And right now we're still walking through quicksand a lot of the time and adjusting things constantly. Yeah. I feel like the person that I was that set those goals at the beginning of the year, completely different human, but I'm also a completely different human than like last week's (laughs) version of me so you're right it is like constantly changing and evolving um so if you are listening to this and you are nodding your head and you are yelling like amen to the phone (laughs) um here is your sign to release the shins listen to that episode by the way if you haven't already uh give yourself grace for whatever you are feeling guilty about whether it's you know holiday traditions or you know things within your business Make peace with the things that you just aren't going to make it to this year. My friend was literally upset because her best friend does Elf on the Shelf. And she was stressing out trying to come up with like, I'm like, you don't have to do that. (laughs) Make peace with the fact that, or just copy her ideas, but make peace with the things that you just aren't going to make it to this year. And make a list of all the amazing things that you have accomplished this year because surviving (laughs) this year Um, is one of them. Celebrate those. Give yourself permission to focus on the parts of this season that bring you joy, this holiday season, the season in your business, the season in your life. Give yourself permission to focus on those parts that are actually bringing you joy. Yes. Yes. Choose your focus and what you focus on magnifies, right? And so that's what will feel big in your life. Um, cause this season is more than meals, traditions, gifts, like Gwen said, if you're living that mob life, end of year business responsibilities, big sales, sorting out write-offs all the while the kids are on a break from school. <laughs> um, whether that means they're staying home all day or coming back from out of town. Um, there's a lot on your plate guys, but feel free to scrape some of it off. That's all we're <laughs> trying to tell you. This is all we're trying to tell you. Scrape some of it off. You do not have to take every bit of it in. 
um, this holiday. He was going to get one more one liner in before <laughs> wrapping up the episode. It's good. It's good. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. You guys, we hope this episode was helpful. Um, we hope that you're able to take some of the things that were maybe causing you extra anxiety and stress and realize that it's okay to let some of them go. Realize, first of all, that other people are there with you. We get it. We understand. And um, also taking some responsibility and ownership in your life and making the adjustments that are needed to create the life that you want. Um, we would love to continue the conversation with you guys. If you're listening and you're on Mob Social, you can take the conversation there. If you're not yet on the Mob Social, check out the show notes, check out themobnation.com, and you can be in that space with us where all the mom owned business are hanging out, right? <laughs> all right, you guys, till next time. Bye bye. 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 Thank you so much for tuning in to Mobcast Radio, brought to you by the Mob Nation. To join our movement, visit themobnation.com. And make sure to check out the largest directory of mom-owned businesses at there'samobforthat.com.